let's get into the Word of God. I'm uh, kind of excited about this. This has helped me out, and I pray right now that it still continues helping me as I minister it to, because I'm not here to, I'm, 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 I'm here to help somebody. I, I want somebody to be uplifted in the Holy Ghost. I want somebody to be uplifted in their spirit, because uh, what's going on outside in the world is it, it's weight. You know, Bible, Bible speaks about laying aside every weight that so easily beset us. You know, there, there's certain things that we have to let go uh, to go forward. But praise God for, for the word. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you all to 2 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 4. I'm going to re read one scripture. And I pray that it, it touches you and it's going to touch me. I, I receive it already. I receive it in my heart. But I'm going to read. The word of God says, And there came a traveler unto a rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the fairway man that, it was, that was come unto him. But he took the poor man's lamb and dressed it, and dressed it for the man that was to come. If you don't really know the context of what's going on in 2 Samuel, this may seem, seem odd. But it's a whole lot going on, so let me just sum it up really, really quick. This is the story of David's sin, I guess you can say. David committed adultery. Okay, and there, there's about five characters in this whole story. You know, I don't want to have a whole great time allotted. Like, I just want to be real, real quick. Because I, I'm like this. If you tell a lot to me, man, I'm going to forget it. But if you tell me something small, I'll remember it. <laughs> but the story of David in this, in this scripture, David committed, he committed a sin that was just terrible. I mean bad. I mean, it, it hurts me. He committed something wrong. Let me get back to my, back to myself. Uh, David committed adultery with Bathsheba. Okay. He went so far to where he winded up killing. He murdered this woman's husband. Okay. But how he did it was just terrible. Okay, the Bible says in this, this context that these were the times that kings went to war. Okay, and when you read this story in 2 Samuel, you can read 2 Samuel chapter 10, uh, chapter 11. And when you read in there, it, it says that kings went to war. Okay, but in the context of the scripture, David wasn't at war. David was at home. He wasn't with his people. He was, he was doing his own thing, okay? Winded up seeing somebody that he liked, seeing Bathsheba, you know, seeing her. In the scripture, the Bible says that he called her to him, you know, laid, and basically committed adultery, okay? It's terrible because in this whole scene, he was in love with her so much. He was like, you know what? 
you're my wife. I'm just thinking this in my head. You're my wife. Hey, I'm married already. Well, I'm king. I do what I want to do. You know? And basically, it was like, he schemed up uh, him killing Uriah in the forefront of the battle, basically. And that's how it all happened. He killed the man's, a woman's husband because of his own desires, okay? Because of his own wants, his own needs, his own desires. But this is where I'm going with, with all of this, okay? Just summing it up. David committed a sin. He committed adultery. He committed murder, deceit, a lot of stuff, okay? But then the prophet Nathan came to him and basically told him this little biblical parable to him about a rich man, two people, about a rich man and a poor man. And if you read, if you read it, the Bible basically says that the rich man had thousands of sheep. He had thousands of cattle. You know, he had thousands of cattle on thousand acres, basically. He had no need, basically. And the poor man was poor. That's what the scripture says, basically. And in, in the little text here, it says that he, uh, he only had one lamb. And I don't really want to read it all because it's kind of a lot. But basically, it was two people. One was rich, one was poor. And basically, the Bible says, and a traveler came. And when this traveler came, the rich man went to the poor man's house, and he took the poor man's sheep, lamb. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. He had a sword. I'm just thinking this in my mind because it's a parable. This is just in my mind. This rich man and another guy went to this poor man's house with knives and said, give me your stuff, give me your sheep, take it, cooked it, and served it to this traveler. Okay, because I guess you could say in the Bible days, uh, you can either do two things to a traveler. You can either give him water, you can either give him food, and you can send him on his way. But this is where David made his biggest mistake, is when this traveler came in, he didn't just send him on his way. The Bible says that he began to feed him. Okay, you got to get this. The traveler didn't just come in and leave. The Bible says that this rich man began to feed the traveler. And I want to talk to you today about feed the good and starve the bad. Okay? Because in the context of David's life and his story, it all started in his mind. It all started right here. A thought that came to David. And I wrote this in my notes. I wrote this, temptation comes around when you're not where, you sh where you're supposed to be. A lot of stuff can happen to you when you're really not where you're supposed to be. David was supposed to be at war. Instead, he was at home, and he caught a thought. And it, this may seem really bad, but you got to give me. This is really good. 
okay? This is real good. Because when you feed something good, something good's gonna come out of it. My mom is a good, I, my mom's got a green thumb. My mom, you give her a plant and it just blossoms. Like, you go to her house, you can't even see her house because everything is just plants hanging everywhere, trees going over, the trees are hanging so low. She's got a green thumb because she feeds the plants, she waters the plants, you know. <laughs> David, he began to feed his desire, I guess you can say. He began to, basically he said, he told his guard, he said, call for Bathsheba. Her husband's out at war. He did something great. Let me reward her with a token. Just in my thoughts. But he began to feed his desires and his desires went AWOL. It led him down a path where God was going to, God brought judgment to those people. I mean, he brought judgment famine, no rain. It was terrible. It was terrible because of one man's decision. And I'm here to say this too. Let's, let's, let's get off of this topic real quick. We live in a filthy world. I mean, it's filthy. It's polluted. The devil is trying to reach my kids. Speak about me. He's going to do it through music. He's going to do it through movies. He's going to do it through the internet. If he can't come in through your doors, he's going to think of, man, let me tell you something. When the Bible says that the serpent is wise, man, that means something. He's smarter than me. But this world is a filthy. And there's a traveler out there that's trying to reach you, and he's trying to reach me. He's trying to reach my kid. He's trying to reach past Pastor Tim. He's trying to reach, we have a home, right? You have, you know, the parents, the kids. If, if the enemy can reach the parents, let me tell you something, he got the kids. He's got the kids. But we still have that same traveler still lurking. The Bible says that, that, that when the angels presented themselves, uh, Job, when the angels presented themselves before the Lord, the Bible says when God talked to Lucifer, he said, where have you been? He said, I've been, I went, I've been going here, I've been going up and down everywhere. He's been traveling. That's what the devil's doing. He's traveling. And what he's trying to do is put a thought in your brain. Because if he can plant, and, and, and I got some good stuff to tell you. Just give me a moment. This whole thought business is, it can be very powerful or it can ruin your life. I, I, know, I know a person right now that was talking to me about, my kids are here, about, about doing themselves. You know how good God is? We, we started talking to me about energy and the God and, and the, the energy and the walls are the same energy and man. He's talking about the universe and 
talking about science. I, I told him, I was like, man, you ought to be a scientist. Man, you smart. He started talking about all kinds of stuff, man. It's, but to hear this person say such things like, hey, I just want to get rid of my life. I'm tired of living. It becomes, it come, that's coming from a thought that the devil, the Bible talks about that the devil will show, throw darts at you, arrows. Because the devil can't read your mind, but what you're feeding, but he can listen to you on the phone. We got three gateways. We got your eyes, your mouth, Bible talks about the priest would enter into the into the temple through the east gate, the north gate. We have three gates, you know, our ears. What are we listening to? What are we watching? And, uh, and, and I'm just saying this, I'm just saying this because it's all about a thought. A thought. Living in a filthy world, man, we've got to watch what we do. We've got to watch where we go. We got to watch what we see. I'm here to tell you, Sister Patsy, we have got to watch what we're doing. We have to be on our toes. Especially me, I got, I'm about to have four kids. That's a blessing of the Lord. Man, that's crazy, man. I'm about to have four kids, and I thought I wasn't going to have kids. I'll be honest with you, Mom, I got a witness in the house. My mama's here. My mom knew how I used to be. You remember how I used to be? And I talk about this all the time. But man, back in 2000, what was it, 2004, when I went to Kansas to that church convention, and I went up there and God touched me, man. And I made a decision and went from a thought. See, God did it for me because I couldn't do it on my own. I went all the way up there to Newton, Kansas for God to touch me. And when he touched me, God changed my, my whole life. My uncle called me. He, he was the, praise the Lord. He was the pastor there. And he called me and he said, Steve, I want you to pack up all your stuff. I want you to come live with me. You need to get away from where you're living at. So I did. Left, God changed my life. And remember, my uncle called me the other day. And he told me, he said, I hope he sees this, but he says, hey, man, why don't you tell Steve to call me, man? Tell him I'm still alive. He goes, I, I help him out, get on his feet. He goes, I, I help him get a beautiful wife. Got kids, and he can't even call me. <laughs> I said, oh, man, I felt bad. So I caught him up, and I wanted him going to his house, house and we had a good, good talk. But. but I remember when God touched me and changed my life, and it all started with up here. <clears throat> you know, and I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing certain things out, out here because I want you to get certain things on, on this thought business, okay? Uh, in the book of Revelations, the Bible talks about how the Antichrist will put the mark of 666 on a person's head, okay? Those who, who those, he's just going to put 666. I'm going to try to sum real quick. But when I, when I hear that, Okay, when I hear that, that's basically people, and, and, and it may be a market, man, I don't know. But what I take from, take from it when I read the scripture is 
He's going to be dealing with a generation that's going to have nothing but filth in their minds. Okay? Because the Bible says that in the days of Noah, the Bible says that there were people that they were wicked and their, and their, imag their imaginations were evil continuously. Their thoughts were evil continuously. So what, what, what I'm trying to, to get is that in that same Revelation text where, where the Antichrist is going to put 666, there's also going to be, see, God's still working. There's also going to be a, a group of people, 144,000, that, that hasn't bowed down, that's going to have the name of the Lord written on their foreheads. Okay? But get this real quick. It's like having a filter. This is what I, I'm taking from it because I'm talking about thoughts. When you got the name of Jesus written on your forehead, it's like a filter that's got to go through that name before it hits your mind. Okay? It's like something that when, 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 I, when I wake up every day and say, you know what, man, I, I'm going to serve the Lord. I want to be obedient to the word. The Bible says, in a, there's another scripture in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. It says, casting down all, all, ima all imaginations, okay, that exalts itself, that highly exalts, exalts itself to the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity the thoughts, I can't even remember it, the thoughts to the obedience of Christ. Look at it. Casting down the casting down the thoughts that the enemy wants to bring to you. Man, I'm having a bad day. This guy said this. This guy said that. This co-worker's getting on my nerves. He's saying this. He's saying that. Casting down the imaginations, thoughts, to every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Every negative thing that's going to come in your life is always going to be against God. It's always going to put something in your heart that they may, you, you may think, well, they said this, and then now they're saying this over here. I don't know because of you heard something over here. It, it, may, it may hinder you, but that's why it says casting down. How do I cast it down? Hey, you heard about that brother over there, right? He was, hey, let's don't talk about that, man. Nah, let's don't do that. What you mean, I'm trying to talk to you? Nah, gossip. Gossip will bring bitterness to your life, man. It'll mess you up. It will mess you up. But the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, this is a real quick sermon. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, verse eight says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things that are true, Okay, we're talking about thoughts. Whatsoever things that are true, whatsoever things that are honest, whatsoever things that are just, pure, lovely, whatsoever things that are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be anything that comes out of what a person says to me, make sure there's, there are these things. Or make, make sure what, when, you're, when you're doing something, there are these things. I want to be a help to people around me. I hope I am. And I can only say this, man. It's, it, man, my uncle Ernest used to always say this. You know how you can tell a person's a, a really brother, like in the Lord, serving the Lord? 
He said, ask his wife. Ask his wife. I got my wife in the house. I just playing, man. She beat me up, man. I ain't gonna lie. But man, another scripture I want to bring to you. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Talking about these thoughts. It says, be, it says, be not conformed to this world. Okay? Real quick before we read the rest of the scripture. But w- we heard that what happened the other day. There's stuff going on in the world that we don't know about. If we start hearing about that stuff and we start thinking about it all the time, be not conformed to this world. I know things happen. Pray for those people. Okay? Be positive. Let's be pure. The other scripture we just read, any virtue, honest, good report. Man, I hope those people get better. God, I pray for them in Jesus' name and by the blood. God, help them. Uplift them in the Holy Ghost. Help them. God, save them. Convert them. Help them. Because in this world, it's crazy. But it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. That means changed. Let me tell you something. The way I used to talk, the way I used to act, was totally different from the person I am now. Because God changed me. God changed you. Some of y'all know how you used to be. How you used to roam the streets. I used to roam the streets. Man, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I slept all day up all night. That right, Mom. I woke up 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Every day. I'm being serious. But God changed me. Man, I try to get up early to read God's word. I'm up at 3 o'clock every morning. I'm, up, I'm not going to say too much. Man. I get up early, get into God's word. Like I said, I got four kids. Man. But, man, be ye, tra- <laughs> but be ye not transformed, but by the renewing of your mind that, that you may prove what is good. Okay? I, I, and I, and I, I'm going to ask y'all. Maybe, maybe y'all, I know y'all have had this experience, but you know how you come to church and God, the, the Holy Ghost comes on you and, man, you just feel so f- free and, and you just go to the, this person and, how you doing, man? You just, your speech, your talk, everything about you is just so bubbly. You're just like, how you doing, man? And then you say something negative. And you're like, not me, you. And then, but, but, but your reaction, I'm not, but, but your reaction because you're full of the Holy Ghost and you just had a God experience, it doesn't matter what this man says. Your reaction is, the Bible says you overcome good with, e- with e- uh, you overcome evil with good okay I'm sorry you're going through that I hope you get over it Jesus name pray for him but 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 you felt that when when God touches you and how you feel how you fast and you pray you just have this anything negative can come at you and you can just respond to it with love man it's amazing feed the good Starve the traveler. I guess that's what God put in my, my mind. You feed the good, okay? We're going to leave here in a little bit, and you're going to go out there, you're going to go to work, okay? 
And somebody's going to come to you and is going to try to bring you something bad. It's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen sometime. Man, believe me, you're still living. You got a traveler coming your way. You got somebody that's going to try to come and hinder you and knock you to your feet, put you down, bring you low. But you know what? I want to hope Sister Bridget's listening, listening to this. I just found out that she had an accident and she's at the hospital and she's feeling a little down. And I hope you get, let me tell you something, man. Those thoughts are going to come, but remember, God loves you. We've been redeemed by his blood and by his name. And because of those things, we are liberated. We can be free. Hey, this is not a, it's, it's easy. You know what I tell people at work? When you want to do something, it's easy. But when you, when you don't want to do it, it's hard. It's simple as that. If you really want to serve God, man, it's easy. But your problems are going to come. Yes, they are. And I don't want to say this, but I got to say this. My, my son just lost a part of his hand. I don't know how to take that. My son, you probably don't know, sister, but my son just had an accident. Terrible. Blew my mind, man. I'm freaking out. I'm like, man, what am I doing? I'm, I'm examining my life. I'm like, man, what's going on, God? That's my son. I felt bad. I wish that was me. I wouldn't mind. Something try to hurt my kids. I'm like, man, but my son, my son has a, he don't know how to sit down. My, he's sitting down here, but when he's at home, he's jumping around. He's jumping on the couch. He's jumping over there. He's swinging. Yeah, he's a, he's a boy. He's jumping everywhere. And, and I always tell him, Steve, please sit, settle down. Please calm down. Please. You're going to hurt yourself. And my son told me the other day, he said, you know what, Dad? He, what do you say in the car when we're going to the hospital? I was driving 100 miles an hour. Oh, no. Who was in my little red car? He don't go that fast. We, we hit about an 80. <laughs> and he was like, he was crying. And he was like, you know what, Dad? I understand. I'm sorry. I understand. I should have been sitting down. I'm sorry. We were just telling him it's all right. It's okay. We're here for you. We love you, Steve. Didn't say nothing about you. Should have been sitting. You should have been here. He don't know no better. He's nine years old. But boy, that touched me, man. All I thought about was this, this, am I doing that? What is, what's going on here? These thoughts started hitting me, this and that. But I started examining myself, me and my wife. I'm like, man, what's going on here? Like, it's just an accident. Just in accidents. Accidents happen. But when the thoughts come, you got to know how to address it. Okay? You, gotta, you got to understand that. You know what? You know how we get rid of certain stuff? Man, you got to get yourself in the Word of God. The Bible says to cast all that cares upon me. Okay? Cast. In other words, throw it. I don't want it in my hands. Get Cast it. Cast all thy cares upon me, for I careth for you. I love that scripture. Here I go, God. My son, ooh, it's going to be all right. God sends me this song I seen. I think it was on Facebook I seen it. 
My cousin Sandy shared it. They're Christians, they're believers. They sent the song and I started listening to the song. Man, I just got this great love for my son. Well, I was just like, oh man. I was on my living room floor earlier just crying my heart out. Thank you, God, for my son. Thank you, God, for my daughter. Thank you, God, for my wife. Thank you, God, for the ministry. Put you on your place. Thank you, God, for everything. Just thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Balling on the, I mean, I feel like I mopped the floor. I was crying so much. Thank you, God. But so many things you're going to go through in life, but we have to know how to address stuff, okay? The Bible says that we trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean out to your own understanding. How do you address that? We walk by faith, brother, not by sight. I think I said this before. Well, how do you walk by faith? How do you address it? How do you walk by faith? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you got that word inside of you, okay, when you got that word inside of you, hey, man, your brother over there is doing this, doing that. Well, the Bible says to forgive, brother. Well, that brother over there is saying this about you. Well, the Bible says to forgive, man. It's not my problem. The Bible tells me to cast it. I'm going to cast it unto God. Hey, I can't do Man, I can't do it on my own. If God never helped me out when I was a younger dude, Man, I'd be in prison. I'd be dead. And I don't want to tell you my whole record, okay? I got a big record before I ever got in the church with the law. I got a big old record. But <laughs> I remember the last time I went to Bell County. Yeah, I've been to Bell County. I've been to Bell County. <laughs> and I remember putting the covers over my head. And I remember my Uncle Ernest always telling me, Steve, come to church. Here's these good thoughts. Now, the traveler's got, devil's going to come at you with some bad thoughts, but there's also people, there's also thoughts that are going to become that are good. And you got to take those things and hold them and remember them. My Uncle Ernest said, Steve, come to church. That's where your help is. My grandma had these covers over me. Messing up in life, man. Did prison time, back and forth out of the county. You had all the times I've been in the county, I've been in jail for years. I had these covers over me, and my grandma said, son, come to church. That's where your help is. My uncle Ernest was the one that told me, Steve, somebody's going to kill you, or you're going to kill somebody. And I told myself, you know what, I'm going to go to church. I'm not going to go get saved. I'm not going to go pray. I'm not going to go do none of that stuff. I'm just going to go to church. And I started going to church about three months, still living in the world, still sinning, still out there doing crazy stuff. But I was faithful because I told myself I was tired of living the way I was living. Okay, but when I, when I came to the church, man, God changed me. God delivered me. But those thoughts, think about these thoughts. Okay. Now, this is cool right here. This is what I've learned, and I want to share this with you, and we're going to wrap it up. But this is... I didn't know this, okay, but God is awesome. God has stored up a lot of stuff in his word. If you just dig deep into it and research some stuff out of it, man, God will bless your spirit. God will bless you. <clears throat> okay, Psalms 23. 
it's not up there. It's not a verse. I didn't give you this verse. But Psalms 23, where, Jesus, where, where, where David says, uh, and, and thou shalt anoint my head with oil. Y'all know that part? Okay, that's a shepherd's terminology. Okay, shepherd's terminology. Anoint thy head with oil. Where did that come from? I just learned this. I didn't know this, but this is so awesome. They would anoint sheep. They would anoint sheep. They would put oil on the sheep's head so it can run all over their bodies and get to the ears because sheep, if they, if they weren't anointed or they didn't have any oil on their heads, flies would come around their ears and would lay eggs in their ears and cause infection. It would drive them insane. That's what thoughts does. If a bad thought comes to your life and you start feeding that thought, it can drive you insane if you're not careful. Okay? But when you're anointed with the Holy Ghost, <laughs> when you're anointed with the Spirit of God in your life, man, it doesn't matter what it is. Those flies, when they, you know the, the, the Bible, Satan is called Beelzebub. Did you know in Greek, Beelzebub, the, 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 the translation for in Greek, Beelzebub is called the Lord of the Flies? So what the devil wants to do is he wants to bring flies to your life. Bring flies to your life, Sister Patsy. And he wants, to, he wants to lay stuff in your ears so he can infect you with, with mold, with stuff that can rotten you inside, inside out. And it drive you insane. That blows my mind. Thank you, God, for your, your, your teachings and, and, and your, 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 your guidance. He's trying to lead me some way, Stephen. Be careful. The devil's out there. He's called, he's called the, Lord, the Lord of the flies. He's trying to lay eggs in your ears, man. Be careful. That's a good conversation starter at work. Brother Kirby. But when you're anointed with the Holy Ghost, okay, when you're anointed with the Spirit of God in your life, man, you're an overcomer. Let me tell you something. You are an overcomer. But sometimes we have so much baggage in our life, we're thinking of this. We're in church. We're on our phones. I'm sorry. Phones are good, man. But, man, I got a big issue with my son right now on the phone. I love my son, Steve Lowe, but there's a time you're on it. There is a time you're off of it. Because that's, that, this is what my son does. This is what I do not like. And he's listening to me, too. He comes up to me. Daddy, can I, can I get on your phone? I'm like, uh, no. I'm like, this is the Lord speaking, no. And he goes, I love, I love you. Hey, look, I love you. But he, but, but, but he says that he, and, and, and he's got this. You should see his face. His whole meaner, his, his countenance is, man, that phone, boy, I tell you, I hate that phone. I hate it because it's a good thing, okay? Another 20 years from now, 50 years when I'm gone, that's what he's going to be dealing with, technology. This whole world is advancing. That's what he's going to be dealing with, not me, brother, just... I want to go see Jesus. Forget about it. You know? But the Holy Ghost, 
okay, the Holy Ghost. I went to a church many, many years ago. I thought I had the Holy Ghost. I never spoke in tongues. I never had that fire feeling. And sometimes I come to church and I don't feel nothing, but I know God's with me. But I, I, I remember I was at a church service whenever we came to Temple Christian Center, and I felt God do something in me, inside of me that I've never felt before. I've never felt before. And God gave me the Holy Ghost, and I spoke in tongues, and God, God gave me something special. Okay, am I knocking where I came from? No, because I heard people spoke in tongues. I heard people speak in tongues at the other church I came from, but I never did. Is it being taught there? I don't know, I'm not saying nothing. But when I came here, God, God gave me the this, this spirit of, 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 I guess, assurance. Like, man, I got the Holy Ghost, man. Like, I, I felt something inside of me, man, where it helped me walk, like, in life, I guess. And in, at work, Brother Kirby. I know you're back there talking, brother. You know, it, it helped me because when you work in the construction industry, that's a filthy place. Ain't that right, Brother Kirby? It is a filthy place. Everybody knows me. And I'm out. I got verses all over my pouch. I'm a hard hat. I got Acts 2.38. People say, why you got that on there for, man? It's a conversation starter, man. I love it. When I, I see somebody, and they, man, what does that mean? Man, I, man let's talk about the Lord, brother. I, I, I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm a, I, I believe in God, you know. You know, you want to hear more of it? You know, the Bible talks about it. If a person goes with you, try, you know, one mile, go with them two miles. You know, like, I, I like it. But I, the, the, the environment I live in is, is, is bad. Like, it's bad. It's crazy. But when I go up in there full of the Holy Ghost, man, he told me the other day, and I didn't know this, but he was... Uh, one of the foremans called me and Kirby was on the other side on the other line with the foreman and he called me and the first thing I said was praise the Lord brother I'm a totally different person at work I praise the Lord brother what's going on and I heard brother Kirby I don't, I, I don't know if I heard you but you just <laughs> and he's in the background laughing <laughs> man I don't care who it is if it's my boss Everybody is going to, the music I play is going to hear about Jesus Christ. Because when you surround yourself with music, good music, good thoughts, good things at work, it don't matter what comes your way. The devil is going to send a dart your way, and you're going to be able to bypass it. You're going to be able to say, you know what? That stuff don't bother me no more. I'm going to serve the Lord. Get ready because it's coming your way. Something's going to come your way that's going to probably try to knock you down. But you got to say, you know what? I'm going to keep on walking. Do you know how David killed Goliath? Everybody does. He got that rock, and he put it right here. Right in between the two ears. And then after he killed that big man, he cut the head off. This is how you get ahead. Or this is... The, this is... <laughs> This is how it's done. You got to work with it right here. If you say to yourself at work or even in the morning when you get up, man, I'm going to have me a good day and nothing's going to stop me. I prophesied in my own life. 
I'm going to have me a good day today. I'm going to do something good today. I may let my son play on the phone for 30 minutes today. I don't know. Today might be a good day. But I'm trying to, I just, I'm just more of like, I'm just trying to teach you this morning, this evening. I said that earlier. I'm just trying to teach you that thoughts are going to come. And that's the traveler. Okay? And what we got to do is be overcomers. And we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. We know that. So I'm going to challenge you. Tomorrow at work or wherever you're at, I want you to testify to somebody. I want you to go to somebody and tell them how, how good God's been to you. And I want, I want you to see how you feel inside. Okay? And I, I'm really not trying to boast. Man, I'm really not trying to boast. The other day, me and my wife went to the store. This made me feel good. The other day, I went to the store, and I was in, behind this lady, and this lady pulled out, I guess it was one of the, what are those cards? The, yeah, no, nah, there was like a food stamp card. She was, she was trying to pay for something. It was like, it cost 28 bucks. And it kept on saying denied. And she was like, no, I got, I got $29 on there, sir. She's like, you know, it's 28, she denied, denied. And I felt so bad. And I was like, you know what, man, it's like, here, I was giving me a drink and some uh, baby wipes because I was going to Catherine's graduation. Congratulations, Catherine, if you're listening. Uh, <clears throat> I said, here, put this on, on, on the bid. I, I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. And I paid for it. And look, the lady grabbed her stuff and she left, right? She was like, thank you so much. I said, man, just believe in Jesus. Man, I, God loves you. And she took off, Right? But when I went to go pay, it kept on saying, the host is not connected to the internet. The host is not connected to the internet. I was like, man, I got money on there. The host is not connected to the internet. I was like, she was like, sir, the lady behind me goes, sir, I hope you got money because I don't got enough money to pay for all of that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I was like, I got money on there. I was like, I know it works. But... I made me feel good. It made me feel good because I did something for, for somebody. You know, that whole, the, the whole scripture where it says that, you know, give and you shall, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. You know, when God, you do, when you're giving away, God, man, puts a good thought, good, good things in your, in your heart. So what I'm going to tell you this, this evening is I want all y'all to stand, okay? And, and what I want to do is you don't have to come up here and give a big shout, you know, but what I want you to do is in yourself, man, I want you to say, God, protect me, protect my mind, protect my body, okay? Protect me, protect my mind, protect my body. You don't have to say a long prayer. Just make it really simple and really small. And, man, I want to see God work in your lives. God is going to work in my life. I know God is going to work in my life. I want him to work in your life. So, Father God in heaven. The God of all gods, the God of mercy, tender, tender kindness in your mercy. Touch my mind, touch my heart. Just pray to yourself, man. For God to help, God to help you. Thank you, God. Oh God, we believe in your name and in your blood. I believe in, in your name and in your blood, God. I trust. God, I don't doubt you in any means, God. I believe everything you say and you're going to do, God. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for being so good to us, God. Thank you, Lord, so much. Thank you, Lord. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me. 